Hey everybody, welcome to the Combo Wombo Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Gimpy, and that over there is Chipped Monk, as always. What's going on, brother? Uh-oh, what's happening, bro? This is chilling. <laughs> yeah. You gave me like a little like Scooby-Doo intro there. I noticed it. <laughs> so I was not going to call you out on that. <laughs> I would have gotten away with it, too, if we weren't really this meddling chip bunk. That's right, bro. Everything's, you know, going great over here, bro. I was thinking like, yeah. Uh, your side. You ask a lot of questions, man. You write a book about it? What's yeah, up? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm using, using reporter tactics to have these yeah, uh, lobby into a false sense of uh, exactly, confidence exactly. and then you're, hit me with the hard Barbara Walter, dude. <laughs> like, oh, <straight> no. up. <laughs> Everyone's going to start crying. And No, man, yeah. I'm, doing, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. The, uh, you know, like we, we spoke last week on just, just kind of the excitement for getting back into game dev and stuff. Uh, you know, I, I, as I've said, just work life has ramped up a bit especially last yeah. week um so again progress for me is slow but um it's still it's still moving you know yeah. so you know good 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 uh progress because i've never I, I feel progress never stops unless you completely move it out of your life right yeah. so so like like i may have not sat down to code anything but i've you know written down like uh like how i want a boss to interact with the level and stuff just yeah. wrote down I those like ideas and stuff at so. this point as well like it just seems like this shit's just part of our life now <laughs> like it's just like getting seem, late. yeah no no like uh just you know being a, a creative being like uh interested in games and, and game development i feel like i don't know if that's something that's gonna go away for us ever like if we if we made it this far it's like i don't know if this is I don't think it goes away, it's boys. It's not a passive fancy. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't it's seem like, like a flyby night. I'm a little bit in game dev today. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's for a, the last, it's you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Yeah. For sure. For the last sure. decade. I'm just going to dabble a bit. Yeah. Yeah. We we mentioned uh, last week that I, I found like my old like coding books, Dark Basic and, and stuff like that. Uh, my My parents were cleaning stuff out of their house too. And the old family computer was like moved out and my dad's like hey where the fuck can i get rid of this thing i kind of want that hard drive because there's gonna be some old stuff that i worked on on there you some know cryptocurrency like, thinking about it but <laughs> i'm trying to remember why the family computer that one in particular stopped working and i'm 90 percent sure it was virus related so i don't want to like connect it to my shit yeah. and just you know maybe i'll do it in a vm or something if i do decide to do that Go uh, diving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I I ordered one of those uh, uh, like things that just plug into the USB and you just pop a hard drive on it, like a dock. I ordered a dock. So nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I'll use my parents' like Chromebook <laughs> just to plug that into the dock, make sure it's not <laughs> yeah. covered in garbage. And yeah, we'll see. Um, it'll well, hopefully be as well, like uh, for viruses, like keep updating like the antivirus where so maybe it's like something that was like kneecapping you know five True. years ago but now it's True. like nothing you know part, part of it with that computer too was uh that was the first computer that i've ever built and my dad and i built it together and uh, uh as i got older i realized the problem because we had uh, it was built, built for it? <laughs> no, 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 no. it was built for doom 3 right it was built yeah. to run doom 3 on the highest settings back in when doom 3 first launched um, the reason that we had issues was, um, we cheaped out on the power supply. So the power supply yeah. was too, was too low for the max draw for the card. Um, it's always the power supply, right? 
I feel yeah, like I've yeah. done that like on two different computer builds that I've been a party to yeah, where they're like, yeah. oh, let me get the cheapest power supply. I'm like, yeah, well, you're putting like a $600 graphics card in here. And they're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> that, that is 100% what happened. Because I, I remember the conversation exactly. My my dad and I were at Micro Center. We were grabbing all the parts or whatever. The Radeon card we got was like the top of the line at the time. And uh, my dad is all like, well, we got this. We got a good. And then he even like, like had an expensive motherboard, which is the, which, right? <laughs> like, yeah. So you have an expensive motherboard, you have an expensive graphics card, and then you cheap out on the power supply. Like, every time, you know, there's a disconnect. So it's a, it's a 450 watt power supply. And that one required a minimum of, I think, 600 or something like that. It was like a 650. So I think that computer would still work if I just pop in like a, a power supply I have in the back. <laughs> just yeah, you know. But you know, that thing's like near twenty years old now. So yeah, it's what would you use it for? You know, <laughs> exactly, exactly. There's nothing. But you know, you yeah, that was my first build ever. You know, and you learn things yeah. as you go on. So yeah, right now I just want to look at the hard drive and see what's there. Um, just just for just like like we said uh, uh nostalgia stroll down yeah. memory yeah. lane see exactly. what's going on with that. exactly yeah. so we'll, we'll we'll see how that goes uh i got and i got to say man uh everything about the solo journey for game design has been a little easier though um yeah lately. older You're yeah, wiser. Older, just a little more i want to say uh you could I could buckle down easier and know exactly, and I'm not getting distracted by other shit happening, because uh, you know when when you're I'd say when I was in my 20s, like there's definitely like fear of missing out for things. It's like hey the hey FOMO. what are you doing, Skato? I'm uh, trying to you know do some game game dev right now. Ah fuck that, yeah. let's go out have a beer. I'm, okay, yeah. <laughs> you know <I'll> have a beer. <laughs> and honestly, like if somebody had called me up and they're like, hey man, let's go have a beer. I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> Instantly dropping things now, like. Right. Uh, for sure. For yeah, sure. I feel like everybody else is like just simmered on down though as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, uh, you know, it's just how life goes sometimes. But yeah, I think there's definitely something about being able to like just sit for like a concentrated period of time as well. Like, I think work, like just having a, a career that you've been working at now, like helps with that as well. Like, true. It's like you're true. younger. Like, I feel like most of the jobs you have are like you're on your feet all day as well. And like, the last thing you want to do is like, uh try and challenge yourself mentally when you get home you're like i'm trying to relax true have a good time uh you know it's a it's part of it man so it's it's getting older it's yeah yeah you know it's it's everyone's like oh god father time is coming to attack me it's not all bad you know there's there's (laughs) definite stuff coming up you know Uh, and and i was looking i was like oh yeah my my birthday's coming up next month i'll be uh turning 33 and uh i'm like looking back a little bit i'm going yeah, no, this is better than I thought it'd be, you know, when I was younger at, in, in my early 30s, yeah, you know? Everything like, just keeps getting better. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's so, amazing. So I just have to complete uh, the, the game dev uh, journey. I, I was looking too, man, and and I've pretty much accomplished all of my goals in life. <laughs> you, you know, did it, man. We won. Before. Yeah. You know, I, uh, the, <laughs> We're the, sitting the, here having a, a novel podcast just about <laughs> things that only we care about, dude, yeah, for like exactly. they, we us, dude. Like, this is it. We pop right. the champagne, dude. It's over. We won. Right, right, right. <laughs> so it's a it's a great it's a great feeling to have when you realize it. But then it's like you you like for me, it's like what's next? What else can you do? Yeah. You know, it's 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 like I, I I always have something to keep me going. You know, whether yeah. it's you know doing competitive in something or you know game dev or you know uh, movies editing stuff like that. Something to always keep me going. I always have to stay busy. You know, you know, yeah. there's there's never a time where I'm just 
sitting around doing nothing, there's always something else going on in the head, you know? So we'll see. I think it's, I try, I've been trying to just learn to, uh, just be more calm about stuff as well. Not always be like on that, uh, hundred percent go. Yeah. So for the last few years, I've just been trying to like learn to enjoy what I have. Uh, like that's been, that's been a process. I think I'm almost, I think I'm basically there. Like I'm really appreciative of like, uh, you know, where I'm at, where, where everything I've accomplished and everything. So it's like, it's learning to be happy with what I have instead of like, uh, longing for like any like, uh, material thing or, you know, some nonsense where I'm like, Oh, if only I had like a bigger, better X, Y, Z. It's like, Oh, I'm good, man. Just, just be happy with what you got. And, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, and learn to enjoy what you have too. So I yeah. don't know. It's, it's part of that, but then like uh, there's part of me that also like wants to learn new things always. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I spent like a pretty good amount of time just trying to learn new stuff. Uh, and then after that, I'm like, all right, now it's time to get into like fiction. So now I've just been like trying to enjoy like fantasy and yeah. like trashy web novels and like all this stuff because <laughs> I've spent so much time like uh, learning from the classics and like nonfiction books, like your, your mathematicas right. and your lectures and like, uh, you know, they got, they got For all sure. those courses online they got the open harvard they got open yale courses they're all on there you can listen sit in on a college course whatever you want for free so true, uh, true. After, you've, after you've like just like figured out like you know just hearing different things different points of view and stuff you're like all right i'm good like, yeah yeah sometimes you just time. want you know to read trash like let's be yeah <laughs> you know, sometimes it's it's time it's, to go dumpster <laughs> diving <laughs> exactly. exactly i get it dude i get it you know uh i I think for me, like, uh, one of the big joys outside of gaming and stuff is, uh, was just reading in general, you know, yeah. um, like, like I'm a big horror fan as, as people who've listened to the pod and yourself know. So I'd read a lot of like horror book releases per year. And then it stopped the, like, like, I think la- last year I didn't read any book. Start living it, it, dude. It <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> exactly. So uh, there's there's like a couple that I've that I've bought that I haven't read yet, just like short, short novellas and stuff. Um, so I'll probably read those. And and a lot of the times, like uh, people forget about pr- like print media, you know, like for entertainment. It's yeah. like it's like oh, there's nothing to do, there's nothing to play. Like like you know, we talk about comic books quite a bit, and I do read comics and stuff. Um, yeah, I guess I guess well, let's say I read a bunch of comics <laughs> over the past year, but you know, like, <laughs> just traditional book, you know. Yeah. And and I think that that gets it gets dropped by the wayside. Like the only the only thing that comes up are, are like these teen like like uh, chosen one stories, you know, yeah. where you're fighting young the adult. government or whatever young adult novels, you know. There's there's other Yowie. shit out there, man. There's <laughs> It's Yowie. <laughs> <laughs> Young you know, adult romance novels or whatever. You know, there, there's always, there's always, uh, you know, something else there. Um, and like, like, uh, the ready player one movie. Um, I read the book a while back and then the movie came out. So I was excited. And I was one of those people who were like, man, I liked the book better. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> like, You're that like guy. Something, about, something about reading books versus uh, so your imagination has no budget, bro. Yeah. So yeah, I, uh, <laughs> went into, the dark web of archive.org. Oh uh, yeah. That's, that's, a, it, that's a journey. Uh, and apparently they decided to get into, uh, the semi bootlegging business because like I was, I had, they uh, have abandoned wear. So it's uh, gray. <clears throat> I'm in the gray, the gray web then I haven't gone full dark web. Uh, we're, sure. so anyway, I was like, uh, I finished that one game last week and then I was like, I kind of hit like a creative block where I was like, I don't want to work on shit for a while. Uh, and like I got home and like I went from vacation back to work and I was like just 
exhausted by the time I got home. I was like, oh man, I want to do shit. I just kind of want to like sit around. Uh, yeah. And then I uh, saw some art books. It was like uh, the Breath of Fire art book. And I was like, oh damn, let me go uh, look that up on uh, Amazon. And so I could type it into the Googles because I'm not going directly to Amazon. So <laughs> I was like, maybe there's a cheaper deal. Maybe there's a cheaper deal. It gives you all the shops. Uh, and I found the cheapest deal. On archive.org. archive.org just yeah. that PDF. Yeah, no, it was like all the Square Enix books. It's like stuff, all the art books that didn't come out in America. So it's like all Square Enix, all Capcom. I like downloaded like, you know, uh, like 10, 15 gigs of just art books. And I started like just looking through different art books for game stuff. So this is, uh, this is interesting, man. There's a, there's something to be said about that old uh, Capcom, old Square Enix style, right? Um, that they really don't do anymore. I, I do miss that style. Where, bro, like uh, they were just guessing, bro. Like I'm looking at these art books, they're making shit out of like clay. They're using like uh, miniature models of like mechs and stuff that they're building really? out like of plastic. Okay. They did like arts and crafts. They did like uh, just like uh, sculptures, like on like just wire and like beads on like black <laughs> cardboard and they take a picture of it and they're like, figure out this, make this a monster, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, it's incredible to see, like, just the different processes. Because, like, they don't teach you that anywhere. I feel like, I don't know, maybe, like, uh, game design school or art school maybe is different. But, like, I don't think they teach you, like, the old school methods of, like, how to think in design. Uh, yeah. So a lot of, like, storyboarding stuff, they would, like, storyboard, like, beat for beat, like, uh, scenes from the game. Uh, there was a lot of just, like, sketches of just, like, general atmosphere. <laughs> like, it was a... Mm. Uh, is interesting. Uh, a lot of grid paper. Uh, Breath, of, Breath of Fire, he said? All of like, or, or just all of it? Okay. Through uh, Breath of Fire, there's a Shining Force. I think that's the one where they're using clay. I think they also use some clay stuff in uh, that other really big franchise, uh, Dragon... Dragon Quest? Dragon Quest, yeah. Slash Dragon Warrior. Dragon Warrior, yeah. It's the same. It's the same. They. Uh, I think like... the old one, Dragon Warrior, is what I was thinking where they're using... But it was all in Japanese, so it's, yeah, your yes. guess is as good as mine. For sure. For sure. Uh, hey, man. Yeah, is, I mean, like it's... Doom notoriously used like clay yep. uh, miniatures that they take pictures of, the rotoscoping yep. stuff. But uh, basically, as well, uh, Goro yeah. is clay. Yeah. Basically, yeah, you want uh, grid paper and then like storyboard paper. Like, it, if you could like storyboard out beats and like design your characters on grid paper, like you're good. Like, yeah. I don't think much has changed except maybe like you do it all digitally now instead of like a buying actual grid when paper I, and storyboard when i'm working on uh 2d level design i actually do use grid paper i draw it out first yeah. um so something like i said i feel like every yeah. everyone comes to like the same conclusion like it's just it's so much more uh simpler or easier but uh, it was yeah. it was wild to see a lot of that stuff uh and then i know like a lot of newer studios will cgi like gameplay uh not to sell at e3 but some of them do do that but to like yeah. sell their studio on the concept where they'll like CGI out like the main gameplay loop, uh, yeah. where they'll take uh, either 3D models or like 2D, uh, you know, sprites, and then they'll show like what they want. Like they'll just go into a video editing software and like edit it out. And they're like, and this is like what the main gameplay loop is because it's easier to have like a meeting with like a big team of people. But I've done the same thing for game jams where uh, I was trying to explain something to the professor and I was like, let me just make a quick CGI video of what I'm talking about. So we can like see exactly what I mean here. And like, uh, yeah. I showed up and he's like, Oh, okay. Yeah, we can do that. So. Yeah. 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 
uh, yeah, I think I think at the end of the day, like talking to you about this, and uh, we just need to do a game jam again, dude. I think that's like uh, the main, the main started, thing, right? <laughs> start looking, man, because I was burnt out. So I was like, oh, let me read some art books. Let me uh, try and get some inspirado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was like reading uh, some mangas, uh, looking at old art books, and like uh, I started one project that I want to do that's like a longer term project. But okay. really struggling with the grind, the motivation. Because, like, mm. I literally just laid it out, like, on a, a spreadsheet. I was like, all right, if I do, like, you know, this many hours a day, like, it's going to take me about 35 days to complete. And I'm okay. like, man, I don't know if I want to. That's a lot of my free time just spent on this one thing. And yeah. it's like, nobody's going to care about it but me as well. And, like, uh, it's like, uh, like, there's, like, zero market for what I would be doing. You know, it's sure. like. Sure. Uh, like the gameplay loop that I have is like uh, make a dollhouse. Basically, it's like where you like create like a 3D space, uh, and then like you build out like a little house, and that's it. That's like there's nothing else. There's no materials. There's no survival <laughs> mechanics. There's no enemies. There's no NPCs. Yeah, uh, yeah. but it, it would just be for me to sit down and make like a bunch of assets because like that's all you're really doing is like you know making just like connecting them together. Yeah, then? Like, yeah, okay. making modular assets like you can stack together. So I'm basically building out asset packs for myself to use later on. Uh, and like the game front is just an excuse to like get the motivation to do that. Yeah. Uh, and it's, I don't know. It's like, I, it's like, you can't trick me, me. <laughs> like I know what you're trying to do. You try to get me to work on something long-term. Uh, so that's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. But no, uh, no, I mean, yeah, you know, that sounds, does sound like a, a, a good challenge though, on top of it. Because, because yeah. I mean, what's the most tedious part of game dev, right? Like, like asset creation for sure. <laughs> Definitely is. Yeah, and so. like that's that was another big problem I've always run into when doing game jams with uh, everybody. It's like they're like now turn out a bunch of art really fast. I'm like, fuck, I don't work that fast, boys. <laughs> you get the uh, I'm gonna try, but it's not gonna be like great work, but it'll, it'll be something. I think that was yeah. the other inspiring thing about going back and looking at those old art books as well. Yeah. These guys suck that art, dude. Like they are fucking trash. Like just compared to like. Uh, because like they didn't no, they didn't have the internet. So it was like you found the dude yeah. who could draw the best that you knew and like all right, you're the head art director now. And yeah. like looking back at like that art, I'm like, man, like everything's kind of fucky, like the proportions are bad, like the art's really bad. Like but you know, it's good enough. Like you understand like what they're going for. And like when you translate yeah. that like sketch into a sprite, like uh, yeah. you add like more charm and stuff. But well, if you go back to like the Atari days too, it was all programmer art that just ended up being the real game you know? yeah. <laughs> so like not only the limitations of the atari 2600 but just in general like like did you go back and look at anything from that era for like art books yeah yeah i got like the uh art of atari that book was on there uh, okay so it's, like, yeah the, yeah it's just it shows like the beautiful like uh thing that they sell you on the box and then it's just like the game next to it and you're like this is perfect yeah they, they, like, a lot of the they, time they would get book. uh the same people who made fantasy book covers they would get that for like games so yeah. like what adventure i think or whatever had like the this the craziest fantasy art cover i think it was adventure it might not have been but uh i remember it, one i mean maybe it was pitfall i don't know whichever one like Mega Man, like the og Mega oh, yes, <laughs> yes, og Mega Man for sure for the sure. NES 
art cover. You're like, what is this? They just found some fantasy artist. They're like, here you go. Exactly. Uh, uh, swords well, and serpents. Like uh, the uh, yeah. EA early EA games when they were swords and sorcery focused for their Genesis games all had like this Fabio cover yeah. <laughs> of fantasy art. Uh, Just be real. It's your you mom know, buying the game, dude. Stuff. Like they know, they know what they're doing. <laughs> right. For sure. For sure. That's funny. Yeah, dude. Uh, so for your, your own game dev stuff, you shared with me some stuff you're working on. Yeah. Uh, that was lately. what I started working on yesterday. Uh, Cause that was like another thing that kind of came to the conclusion of uh, where I was like, I don't know, like doing like little bite-sized chunks. I was like, I really like just sitting down and like grinding something out for like, like I was working on that like pretty much all day yesterday. And like, it was just like a simple snake clone. And I got that up and running in about 10 minutes. Cause I yeah. just followed along. Like somebody had like a different tutorial on it. I was like, yeah, all right. This is pretty simple though. Uh, so I got that running. And then I was like, all right, here's what I want to do. I want to make it where it's like a match three game where you pick up a little food and it like adds that to the snake. And then if you get three of the same color of that, it deletes that part of the snake. And that's, where everything started falling apart for me, man. <laughs> like, uh, so yeah, what you're doing actually is is something that that uh, a lot of the game engines who, that haven't built in tutorials and stuff encourage you to do. Do a tutorial, figure it out, understand it, that add to you. it, add to oh. it. You know, do you, do you still have me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you back. Okay, okay. okay. yeah. So add you, to you, it. You, Add to the tutorial, you know, and, um, you know, what you're doing is exactly what you should be, uh, because not only do you learn, but then creating on top of what you learned solidifies it more in your head. So that's, it's a great, it's a great uh, thing to do. And, uh, it, it helps in all, all aspects of things that you're learning truthfully, uh, like, you know, math problems, you know, art, just, you know, iterate on top of the lesson. So yeah. You know, that, that works. That works. So uh, for the snake project you were doing, uh, any larger game that that what you learned will come into effect? I think the principles of what I'm learning will come into effect. But like what I'm actually doing, like has zero value, right? Like there's a million sure. snake clones out there. Yeah. Uh, and that's uh, kind of what I was thinking. I was like, when do I just quit on this? Because like I'm running into all kinds of issues where I'm like, there's issues with like the array. There's things when I like take an array and like push it out to like a string of text and like, it's creating like a subarray. Like I showed you that where you're yeah. like, this doesn't make sense. Uh, like it's, it's like calling like the events from the array. And it's like, I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is just like a quirk of G develop. Uh, yeah. It's not like any fault of my own uh, because like I went in line, like, I don't know, this, this is like kind of good. It inspired me to like go online. and like looked at how I would just program this in JavaScript. And sure. I was like, it's, it's pretty straightforward. It's nothing crazy like you make an array you do a for loop and you like call out every object in the array yeah uh, i mean it sounds crazy but it's not it's it's just straightforward stuff like you have a list of items and then you I call think, those i items. think explaining like things make it sound like way more intense than it actually is right yeah so, yeah <laughs> it's yeah. A, you basically have a grocery list of things and then like you do for each item on this list just read it out to somebody yep right yep, yep. It's, very no, it's, it's very straightforward it's very simple stuff it's like it sounds more crazy than it is. Trust me, I'm not crazy. You're all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It's the children uh, who are wrong. <laughs> yeah. And like each of those tutorials, like in JavaScript that I uh, watched was like 15 minutes. There's nothing crazy. You know, it's yeah. it's pretty straightforward, simple, basic, basic programming concept. Uh, and I just don't think GDevelop deals with that shit. Uh, it doesn't like it. So I found ways to like pop things out of the list as you would do. Uh, but then there's no way to just read the list of objects to anything there's no for loop they have like for each object which doesn't really help no, unless i can yeah. 
call an array in that somehow, which I don't think you can. Right. Uh, maybe I can do like for each uh, array object. I don't know. I don't think you can call a variable in can an you name object. An array? Can you name uh, it? Like, yeah. make it a table or whatever and name it? Yeah, so it already has like a name table. and stuff, but it's, okay. it considers it all like a variable or an object variable because they wanted to like make it easy for so game stuff. functionally incorrect for what you're trying to do. Like, in yeah. Develop, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, tr- I'm working against the structure of the thing. And like, I would say 99.9% of the time, like, it's just fine. It's fine the way it is. And it's actually like a smart way to do things. Like, if you're making a game inventory or something, like, uh, this is probably how you want to do things. But like for like this one weird ass edge case that I've created for myself, it, it like just kind of works against me. And I'm pretty sure there's probably smarter ways to like do what I'm trying to do as well. Yeah. But I just, yeah. uh, I don't know. I tried different things. I kind of showed you like the process of iteration on like what I was trying to do. And like, uh, yeah, uh, the, there's a few different ideas I still have. I don't know how much more I'm going to put into it though. Like yeah. uh, I, I gave it a good day and like it, it was fun, but uh, yeah. maybe just wait till a solution appears for me. So going back to the question at hand, when do you quit? Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, and then just for your use case, it sounds like you're at the end of the line at the moment. Um, at, at the end of the day, what you're working on was a learning experience, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what know, really matters. It's like, what what is what you're working on? What are you doing it for? Why are you doing it? Like, is it for learning? Is it uh, a product? Is it something you've already sold to somebody? Yeah. You have to like yeah. finish? Is it like a... Is it something you're doing as a favor for somebody? Like, I think uh, learning to say no as well to people beforehand uh, is a powerful thing. Like, and yourself, and yeah, yourself. and your and yourself. You get you're your own worst client, really. Yes, <laughs> yes. He's the most demanding, pushy piece of crap <laughs> yeah. that you'll ever deal with. <laughs> um, you, you you hit the nail on the head there. I I, I think that uh, did you learn something? Yes. I think the yeah. only exception would be if it's integral to your to the project you're currently working on, right? Yeah. Um, how I first learned arrays was was uh, making an inventory screen and calling um, stuff from the inventory. It was like I made a backpack. Backpack went away. You could pull stuff out of the backpack, and that was how I learned arrays, right? Because I I couldn't visualize the spreadsheet that all an array is, right? Yeah, I, I couldn't. Weird. They're like it's it's like an infinite uh, Excel spreadsheet. I'm like, yeah, I can't see that. So I made a <laughs> grid based system with like an inventory, and then that went away. I called it and assigned each part thing a number, and that worked, right? It's that's how I learned it. The the um, how I the program I made to learn this. It has the worst spaghetti code you've ever seen. <laughs> spaghetti <laughs> you know? monster, yeah. Um, uh, it's it's ugly, but it was for a learning purpose, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, that's I've... kind of like the best use cases for like arrays. Is like you're gonna have a bunch of random things you're gonna throw at it into your grocery list of items, and you don't know yeah. where they're gonna appear from, and it just has to be able to handle like any variable because like all it is is just a list of variables. But like you don't know what those variables are going to be, so you need a uh, a way to just throw it in, you yeah. know. And like yeah. that's that's the perfect use case where you have like a big spaghetti monster. You like maybe you have like some uh, you know items you pick up. Maybe there's like some branches or some useless like fluff that you're picking up in Fallout. That you just yeah. like it's junk basically, but you, it still has encumbrance and value. Like when you sell, uh, yeah. so you need to be able to just be like, all right, we're throwing this all in the array. I don't know, I don't know where they found this, but. It's just a garbage collector, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. So that that, that use case that and for me, that's how I'd learn it. And actually, on uh, to whenever I want to start a new project, 
like the fact that I've done some game dev stuff before, I I would list what concepts I would probably need for this, right? Gravity, yeah. array, um, AI, pathing, things like that. So, so I know in my head what I have to work on. So when I'm doing it, it doesn't come off as a surprise. And uh, I see the right hand of God starting to attack you. Must you be ten thirty. It must be ten. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Dun, dun. That's right. Right when it gets in the little crevice of my. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I would like the shade. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude, I, I think that uh, what you're saying is true that, um, you know, you have a goal in mind, learning thing. It's okay to quit. It's okay to, to yeah. throw that away, but take whatever you're doing and learn something from it. You know, even yeah, if it, you did everything wrong, there's a learning experience for it. Right. And you're not going to like master a concept by like one project as well. It's like good to like dip your toes in things and like keep trying to learn and then like come back to it and get like a little bit further. It's kind of where I've gotten to this where I'm like, I don't think that GDevelops can be the best use case for like how I'm trying to use this array, but I learned a lot on how arrays work in GDevelop, like way more than I did before where like, I didn't know like you had to like, it has like its own like weird bracket period thing that it does <laughs> just for arrays, like nothing else in GDevelop really uses that. Uh, and like, that's kind of, that's good to know. Like, and I know where the wiki page is for that if I need to like look it up later on. You know, yeah. where I'm like, I don't need to like be like, oh, how do I do it? I'm like, oh, I got to go to that wiki page. And like, this is like the several use cases that this is best. This tool is best for. Uh, and then uh, I could just put it right back in the toolbox, you know, when I, when yeah. I need for something else. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, it's it's weird. Like, and then like, if it was like a project that I was working on uh, and I was like trying to figure out when to quit a project, like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I just, I don't know when to quit. Like, I still have like a generic quest in the back of my mind like i'm going to get back to that at some point just because i have like just the final boss animation and like behavior scripts to go through but like the game's done uh for for me i'm like it's always just i do smaller like projects that i know are like don't have like a wide consumer appeal and it's mostly just demos because i'm a dude uh yeah so i don't have like lofty crazy expectations like we're talking about like with the snake game you're like oh you think it's gonna be like the next like snake io i'm like no dude <laughs> <laughs> like, this is that, uh nowhere in my head was like ever i was like how can i learn a raise uh and like how can i have like a fun project that like incorporates these things into it yeah yeah uh, and like for generic quest that was more just in defiance of unity because like i was had like a bigger scope project that i was working on and i got a lot of it done and then like unity just like crashed and destroyed that project and i was like all right let me scope this down to like the most basic like uh one stage uh world yeah. uh for generic quest uh and then so i did it i got it done uh and that was also just kind of a learning experience where i try and learn different things i think that's the biggest problem i have with my project is like trying to learn new shit while doing something instead of just finishing the thing yeah uh, yeah because like uh I don't know, man. Like the single screen battle game that I made that's like basically a, a really casual roguelike game. Yeah. Uh, that just took me a week to do. But I never, I didn't try and like push the envelope anywhere. I'm like, this is all things I know how to do. And it was me just kind of like racing to get things done. Uh, yeah. Like it, the one thing I wanted to learn on that was like G develop. So it was like I learned a whole new software. Yeah. That was like pushing the envelope for me. Definitely. Definitely. Now, um, Will you go back to Unity? For I was that open. That was that 3D project I was talking about, where I was like, where I want to make like a bunch of assets and like make like a little uh, doll okay. building thing. I was in Unity oh. just the other day because at the sure. start of the week, I was like, do I want to make something in 2D or 3D? 
I got options now, man. Yeah. But yeah. out here living. Have you tried the two D two D pipeline for Unity at all? Or are you just gonna uh, stick with G Develop for two D projects, you I think? I think G Develop's just way better. Like is Unity does two D, but really Oh, I not know. the best. Like, yeah. I don't know. And it's then like they made like another uh, postmortem on how they do two. They, they did two D and the issues they've had with Unity. So I understand. Believe me. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It. It just doesn't. I'd rather go like try and learn like uh, Game Maker Studio at this yeah. point than like uh, mess with that. I think G develops really good for like quick, fast prototyping. It kind of fills that same niche that like Construct Three or like. Uh, I know Maker Studio, if you know how to use it, it's also like really good at like quickly throwing things together as well. Yep. yep uh, very true. Uh, but I've just gotten like pretty used to G develop. It's free. Like it, 99% of the time, like it's going to hit the nail on the head, like with what you need. Yeah. Uh, it's when you run into like weird uh, edge lord cases like me, <laughs> where you're really trying to do some weird programmer problem uh, and figure sure. it out. Like, for sure. You're trying you know, to figure out Schrodinger's cat through uh, yeah. arrays. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's good, dude. But yeah, uh, man, like I don't mind 3D. I was looking at it for like the last couple of projects I want to make that I have like on my to-do list are like a beat-em-up game, uh, like a weird snake game, which I, you know, I, th- I feel like I've reached kind of a dead end with, but like I know I could probably hard code in everything, which is not a big deal, but like nothing I really wanted to do, but whatever. Uh, so right. like you know, it's not like I'm messing with like a ton of stuff on that list. I'm like I can just like hard write all three objects that I'm using and then like create what I need to create in it. So if I really want to, I could finish that. Yeah, it's like yeah, is is sure. it going to be is that juice going to be worth the squeeze? Probably not. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> right, for sure. So I don't know. Like I've been messing with Unity again. Uh, I know like that Dragon Force clone as well. I think I want to do in two D. Uh, okay. So I already have like a couple of light prototypes of that, like up and running in G develop. And I put those like in our last podcast, like on the YouTube video, like yes. had them yep, yep, like rolling. Yep. Yep. Uh, so I got some of that. I got like the movement and positioning and spawning a bunch of characters and like moving around a character. Like all that stuff kind of works. <laughs> like, yeah. So like yeah. all I have to do is like create like a stat system and stuff, which would all come into like an, an array, probably like a table, Definitely. <laughs> old friend arrays, which is, not a big deal. A, a lot of stuff I could also store in like object variables as well, like uh, for each character, and then have like a global or scene variable that updates based on like their level or whatever. Sure, sure. Uh, that works. Yeah, there's nothing too crazy there. Like I could probably get up like that up and running. I feel like in a few weeks. It's like kind of a famous last words type of thing. Famous but... last, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're only you're only a few weeks away from retirement and doing yeah. <laughs> a big project. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, that's hey, that's that's awesome, dude. You're you're, you're keeping going, and uh, for our gaming podcast, you know, you're definitely <laughs> definitely doing the doing the deed, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so it's good. And like that's the good, beat 'em up game, I'd probably want to do in 3D. I feel like that's just easier to do. Yeah, uh, less animations. Would you say? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I have like a library of animations and stuff yeah. already in Unity. I've, yeah, it'd be a pain. In the I have. Like, I think I have an asset for like a combo system, maybe that I bought as well. So it's like I have a combo system. I have animations. Sweet. So Sweet. just sitting down and uh, putting that uh, spaghetti monster together, dude. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! That's Figuring awesome. out the the meatballs and the secret sauce, dude. Yes, <laughs> like, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, switch gears a little bit here. Um, 2022 is upon us, dude. We are we are living here. it. 
we are living it. Yeah. Um, there's some events. I, I wanted to catch this. It's, it's definitely not a large enough topic to you know fill an entire episode of. But uh, there's some exciting stuff happening in things the industry. On. You know, yeah. Um, a couple of things. Uh, the meta is working on. Uh, I thought you were going to talk about how we owe Final Fantasy fans an apology not for yet, making fun. Meta is working on the Quest 3 or the Quest Pro. Not sure what they're going to call it. Um, new leaks mm-hmm. came out saying that um, higher resolution, um, faster, like stronger ch- chipset is inside of it for the Quest. Um, that's pretty big since it's still going to have the very favorable price point of about $300 uh, rumor. And uh, it's going to be just, you know, no PC required, just uh, just the headset. So yeah. the fact that Facebook's coming out with you know, a new, a new thing in the same space means that, that they find enough stability and growth in that industry to keep it moving forward. So I think that is an absolutely huge thing. And, um, with whatever feelings you have on meta or how they've, they've changed the Oculus ecosystem, uh, you have to admit that what they're doing is good for VR in general and I'm excited for it, actually. Um, I For the holidays, I threw Chip a copy of Half-Life Alex just to force him to get oh. VR. <laughs> I haven't even uh, signed into Steam, bro. Like, this whole week, I've just been on <laughs> art books and, like, working on my own problems, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, so I was, I was buying stuff for myself for uh, the holiday sale. And I'm like... I'm like Chip's getting v- Chip's getting VR. I was like, this will push him towards yeah. it a little a little further, you know. So there's a copy of Half Life Alex sitting in there for you. All right, so um, yeah, they got the new Oculus refresh. I know, like they basically said they want to treat it almost like cell phones. It's like every year or two years. Yeah, I think like like every other year they want like the uh, budget version to come out, uh, and then like every year after that they want like their bigger pro version uh, yeah. to be updated or refreshed. But who knows? Like, you know, the best laid plans. There's only so much you can do with like that pipeline. I don't know how you keep getting the price down, but I also don't know how they do it with cell phones. It's usually like comes with some sort of service plan where you like, you end up paying as much or more for like the same hardware, uh, yes. but you don't notice it yes. cause you're paying it monthly. Well, but, I, the apps on the, the, like you're locked down to the Oculus store basically. Yeah. So they always get a cut for whatever you buy in the Oculus store. So, yeah. You know, so yeah, maybe is. they look at it as like an investment with a loss leader. Like they do with like a, that PlayStation three, when that dropped and they're like, yeah, we're losing like 150 bucks on every unit, but we get them locked into the PlayStation store, PlayStation store, Uh, PlayStation network and all that. Yeah. And that's exactly what Microsoft does for the Xbox. They've it's, it's, it's the successful business model for all consoles. Really? Uh, just make your, make the hardware, the loss leader and, uh, you make it up in games and services. The fact that online services have been like, it's, pretty much a requirement to play with your friends right so no matter what you're getting that that sweet sweet you know 60 dollars a year or whatever to play online with your buddies yeah. you know so you know and, and nintendo just you know shit in the bed on it but you know it's it's still you know if you have if you have a, one of the big three consoles you probably have the online service for it so you know that's at least 60 bucks a year you're not just going to play one game you know <laughs> so, yeah hopefully <laughs> so, yeah exactly so that works out so you know i yeah. get it i get it yeah, so they're trying to hook us in with this cheap hardware, but uh, we'll see how things go. Like you said, there's like several different ways to like get out of their ecosystem because there's just some games that don't show up there, and then they also added like a weird shady part of their market now where they're like, these are other games you don't want to know about. Yeah, uh, you can sideload things still, and yeah. they have it like in their store now. They like realize people are just doing it, so they're like, 
what about if we just had like a shady gray market in our own store? So there's like a guy in a trench coat, like, come over here, guys, check out, check out this stuff. Uh, what like, are you buying? Yeah, what, <laughs> are, you, what are you buying? And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy shows up from Resident Evil 4. He's like, what are you buying? For uh, sure. So they have like a whole second half of their app store. But yeah. then like they also have it where you can like load in like the side loader as well, where you can get things off of other places like uh, Steam or, you know, directly from a game developer. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, there's there's, there. a def- there's a like separate storefront too, just for side loading. So you know it. Yeah, it's it's living, man. It's living. Uh, other other big big news, um, just related to hardware manufacturing and stuff. Uh, I, I just wanted to. You're not even gonna speak on that PlayStation VR. No, no, no I am. I am. It's, it's, okay. I, I thought you could tie it directly into the VR talk. Well, we'll do that. We'll do that. We'll do that. I was I was gonna well, say chipsets, and then I was gonna go PlayStation, but uh, nobody we'll gives do a it. shit we'll about uh, chipsets. You're bearing the lead with the, v- the PlayStation okay, VR. So PS PS VR two um, announced. Uh, it's big news. Uh, uh, it's it's it coming dead. this year. It's coming what August? I think it is what the uh, what the announcement said or the rumor. I, it's gonna form. You can formally use it at CES. So okay. uh, did it have the nunchucks still with it? I believe so. The, yeah, the rave yeah. sticks. Everything's been redesigned to be more um, ergonomical, and the field of view is set to modern trends. And um, that was one of the big complaints about like the Oculus because they have like sensors on the faceplate; it's not attached. I think is like it's good for like going out in front of you, but not like up. So if you like have like low ceilings, like you get your hands on the ceiling. Yeah. Apparently, is what people are saying. So yeah, something yes. to be aware of. Right, right. So uh, the PSVR 2, um, so Sony is definitely going to be, well, Facebook probably has the most money, right, just in general. But yeah. in terms of just one division, Sony Sony embracing VR and PlayStations are already in your living room is fucking huge. You're not buying, you're, you already have a PlayStation, right? Why not try VR? Yeah. So the fact that Sony is the only of the AAA console manufacturers that are that is pursuing VR is absolutely huge. And the fact that we're having PSVR 2 coming is great. Um, Sony has softened their stance on crossplay, so crossplay ecosystems ready to rock. Um, hey, it's already happening. Your, the um, Oculus or your Steam yep. headset. Yep. Um, After the Fall is a game that came out by the devs of Arizona Sunshine. It has full crossplay with fucking everything. It doesn't matter. Nice. Do you have a VR headset? Do you, it doesn't matter which one it is. You can play with each other. That's oh, it's so great, dude. I, As um, it should be, that, dude. Exactly. It's, it's, it was so stupid that it was like that for so long, dude. Agreed. Uh, Agreed. Yeah. It's corporate bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what it was. Um, you know, like it's it's weird though because. Kids growing up now won't have the epic argument, uh, epic playground arguments anymore about which console's better, right? Like, it's all thanks to Fortnite, man. Yeah, dude. It, yeah, yeah. Paved it really the is. way. Like I remember, like being on the playground, going, "Oh, whoop that ass in Mortal Kombat." No, you won't uh, play that. What do you have it on? Uh, Super Nintendo. What do you have it on? Genesis. Oh, uh, you're fucking retard. You know, it's just <laughs> like, like you know, like the insults just just started getting personal after that. So, <laughs> you know, you know, school school guard stuff. So, um, you know that like that's gone. But They're the fact that we everything. have crossplay, the ecosystems are all joining together. Is is they're going to be having that argument in VR, dude? <laughs> they are. They are. Like, what are you even talking to me on, bro? Look at your <laughs> avatar <laughs> stuttering. You must stutter as avatar, you bitch. <laughs> oh yeah, it's going to get intense, dude. Uh, yeah. So it's 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 exciting, man. It really is. And PSVR two is just another 
another drop in the VR bucket that keeps growing, growing by the by the day, by the month. Um, projections are still going up as as we talk. So VR is growing, man. VR is still growing. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, it looks like a lot of the bigger thinkers in the space have been actually meeting, trying to collab about it, like thinking about like. I don't know. I just watched like a GDC talk where they were talking about like the problems with VR and like a lot of the different like head designers like all got together and like had a little powwow of like, hey, what are the problems are we facing? Like, who, what problems are you know? And I don't know. They're, they're talking about like uh, just some things that I don't think most people are concerned with, but you know, good to think about. And they're thinking about it, so that's it's always a positive. Like when you can have like a like you said, especially with like cross platform stuff going to like different. Uh, services and like how people yep. interact and like just different controls that you want to have different personal uh, preferences that you might want and having that be available across like whatever you're playing, however you're playing, like yep. that's nice. That's good that they're thinking about that. Uh, it doesn't seem like they have a lot of solutions, but they're thinking about it. <laughs> like, you know? It's, it's, it's coming. It's coming. I think after the it, fall is the very first game that has full pre- crossplay with everything. Um, it just it takes one, dude. <laughs> it definitely also seems like Nintendo and Xbox are waiting to see what happens in the VR space, which uh, I feel like everyone's still waiting for like they have one big killer app to be like, oh, this is the reason to have it. Uh, and I'm pretty sure they're probably all, you know, internally developing like VR experiences to like see what's good. And I know Disney did this for years, like, and they just couldn't find a good, compelling reason to have it. Yeah. Uh, they figured out like ways to like implement, I think, at their theme parks, but they like couldn't take the step forward to like a consumer say like facing piece of software. But well, Disney has those four D experiences too, like the water rides and stuff, or the yeah. ones where like like blow like smoke in your face and it smells like a certain way, or like wh- whether you're going through uh like a river and water legitimately legit water splashes on you while you have. Did the you see their on. animatronic Spider Man that they got now, dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, flipping through the air, dude. This thing's wild. Yeah, things crazy. You can do anything. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you know theme park stuff it's a different animal but it does lay a foundation to bring it into the home right like why do we have home consoles because arcades laid the foundation you know yeah so i you know that's like this the space is bigger than just home consumers you know it's it's there's definitely a corporate corporate usage and you know theme park stuff that, that it seemed like it that was happen. like the bigger adopters of vr as well as like a lot of uh industrial applications for like training people on like how to deal with like oil rigs like a uh, welding architectural visualization, like uh, true, it, 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 like putting together like big pieces of machinery before like you get to like a, a site. Yeah. Like, a, a unity dev that uh, I've talked to off and on. Um, he actually only does corporate stuff like that. Now he makes training yeah. models for, uh, for a device that's very hard to train people on. Surgery and, stuff. And surgical it's, stuff. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's one of those things where if, where your life is at risk if you're trained badly. So he's just yeah, making just VR thing. models for it. So, you know, I, I, I think that's a big thing and that's why VR will continue to evolve because uh, the corporate space is seeing the, the pluses of it from training and stuff like that. So, yeah, you know, I don't, maybe kids won't even have chemistry classes. They're just going to put on VR goggles to uh, yeah. play with dangerous chemicals, yeah. you know, for sure, for sure. Or become better like, chemists. Like, uh, you know, uh, biology classes, putting on the goggles instead of dissecting a real animal. Like you, you ever dissect the frog or whatever? Um, or oh, the, we like, had like pig. a whole ass pig, dude. <laughs> I did a frog pig and, uh, there's something else too. I, 
want to say it was a, I, I, I want to say it was some sort of bird. Um, I don't remember, but yeah, you know, stuff, stuff to it. You can just do it in VR and save a bunch of money and then, you know, <laughs> whatever. Really so, traumatize these kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. So, uh, you know, I, I think it's big. Um, going back to like hardware stuff, um, in 2022, uh, Graphic cards manufacturers have come out and said that still no chips, boys. There's uh, we're fucked. Uh, so yeah. so the uh, chipset shortage is going to continue up to. It, it like just seems saying, like collusion at this point. Yeah, it seems like collusion, and then like I guess some people were hoarding chips as well. So they're trying to figure out like who was doing it on their pipeline. They're like <laughs> they're like we're pretty sure people have just been uh, buying shit with like no intention to actually use it. They're just like yeah. hoarding them to like resell later on. Yeah, uh, and yeah. they're just like stockpiling, uh, yeah. so they're like trying to figure out like who on their like chain was just stockpiling stuff. But like, yeah, I would say like anybody with a brain's probably been doing that. Like, <laughs> you know, like why wouldn't you? Like if you're already there and you have the means and you run a business, true, and you can like true. be like, oh no, we lost more money. Give us more free money, government. Also, yeah. I have like you know two years worth of chips sitting in my warehouse now. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. The uh, with that, you know. And Intel is getting into the graphic graphic card game, which I don't know anybody who's going to buy that, but it's good to have competition for it. Hopefully, it's good. Um, Nvidia and AMD are still still you know battling at the at the top of the mountain. I would say um, Intel probably has the ability to make the biggest impact because I know they were talking about this the last generational refresh, which was they want to like redesign the chip architecture for how like interfaces with the motherboard. And they want to get rid yes. of like the whatever it is, where the AGP two or whatever. They've been using the M two slot for graphic stuff. Yeah, it's actually, or they've used it for RAM stuff, but now they're using it for graphical stuff, which is pretty incredible. It's a high speed lane, so and like we'll this see. last graphic card refresh, they're talking about like they're gonna have to redesign motherboards because they wanted to have it slide in like a CPU almost uh, instead of the way it was before, because they're like, oh, it's basically a mini computer you're putting on a computer at this point. Uh, and there wasn't enough bandwidth. Uh, and they're thinking that was going to be the ne- next big hurdle for how it uh, interfaces. So Intel, I could see actually being able to design like the motherboard, uh, the CPU, and like a graphics card all in one type of situation. But they probably won't. They'll probably stick with what's working out there. <laughs> the, I'm the saying problem, they have the, the most ability right. to impact the... The big problem is Intel integrated graphics always suck ass. So the fact that they're making a dedicated GPU... Um, there's no trust for that because when I hear Intel yeah. and I hear graphics, I'm like, that's going to be butthole. Um, yeah. You know, more power to them. Competition's good, but uh, I don't see it. And then, like you said, they they wanted to re restructure how GPUs are made, how they connect to the motherboard and stuff like that. They can't even get their their uh, chipset lower than than what was it like the ten nanometers or whatever. Uh, yeah. AMD's at like seven, and then Intel fucking can't do it. <laughs> they just don't can't know do how it, they. Boys. Yeah, so <laughs> you know, there, there, there's there's some there's some logistical things that I just don't trust it. I could see them um, working on maybe a. Uh, some sort of arm processor or something, some sort of a cell yeah. phone right. graphics card right. chips. That seems like that's the space everyone's been trying to get into as well. So yeah, we'll, we'll yeah more power to them, I guess. Like you said, For competition's sure. good. Like I never count Intel out on anything. I think they got a lot of innovators there. They got a lot of, uh, knowledge. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's called the, yeah. Yeah. Their know. engineers are top notch For sure. For yeah. sure. Uh, you know, and, uh, with that said about the graphical chipsets, but here's the weird thing consoles um are slated to have a 
big, big shipments coming in March, May, uh, and July. Um, you know, that consoles should be available. Like they're saying there's still a shortage, but um, more and more I'm finding people in my own friend group, social group are have one of the new consoles, right? Yeah, I think the people um, who really wanted one are the ones who were eating up that early dribble. Mm-hmm. And now like when the big shipments are going to get in, it's like, I think you have to worry about maybe scalpers, flippers, but yeah, I don't. I think that's what everyone was blaming the shortage on before, but I don't think that's the majority. I think it's like a very small group uh, are yeah. out there flipping. These yeah, things. I was gonna say like on launch and throughout the summer, it was tough to get get one right. But then yeah. in a matter of weeks, I personally got a PS5 and an Xbox Series X within three weeks of each other. Yeah, you like know, when which... I wanted an Xbox, it took me like two weeks to like get one from tar- like a major just yeah, uh, yeah. department store right of, right of Target. yeah i got my uh series x from walmart and i got my uh, uh ps5 from target so you know the yeah. two biggest retail chain stores like in the country and you know they were there you um, said to, like check and like reserve it and pay for it yeah. online and but now um it's a lot of xbox, blind trust really you're putting xbox is a, yeah xbox is a leasing program or where you get a loan through them. And um, that's the way to get an Xbox right now, dude. You can get both. Um, so, you know, you know, life hack, um, have good credit, right? Get the that's <laughs> sign just up a general life they hack. Send, right, right, they send that to you. And then just pay, there's no penalty for paying it off early, too. So you can just get the loan, pay it off immediately. And then you have the console, yeah. right? It's, it just gets shipped to you. Um, my, my coworker, that's how he got the, uh, the new Xbox for his kid. He's like, he's like, there's none at stores. He's like, oh, it's available from Microsoft directly. He got it in three days, dude. He just, on a nice. whim, like, he just yeah. fucking, went, yeah, I'm going to get one. He had no idea about the shortage. He, he had zero idea. He's not yeah. a gamer. Um, and he just got one. I was like, wow, that was quick, dude. He's like, he's like, yeah, why is it not supposed to be? I almost feel like these consoles <laughs> should do like a eBay style store for like their first level when they start rolling out the first few off the product online and just be like, hey, to avoid people just like flipping and scalping these things uh, and avoid people having to wait out in the middle of the night and stuff. We're just going to auction off the first like couple thousand and you, it's going to be whoever has the most money can do it and like just have them staggered out and just keep doing that for like the first month and then like do a full rollout. So that way gotcha. the assholes who have like all the money get theirs and they don't waste everybody else's time by like, you know, buying and flipping them, uh... you know? I think there's uh, consumer rights laws with that, though. Is there? Because <laughs> you, you have to abide by MSRP if you're the company. Um, but they set the MSRP, right? They do. They How did do, they get that uh, kick-started like, job of the hut uh, thing? You know what I'm talking about? Like Hasbro's been doing basically like Kickstarters for like their things. I guess it's right. different because it's like a set price. Yes, uh, yes. Because you have to get it approved by you know government agencies, and then they they ask for the MSRP stuff like that. So if you're au- auctioning it off, and it and the and the funds are going directly to that company, uh, that's where there's an issue because you're inflating it your own like price the, for no reason. I don't think it's for no reason. I think it's like a supply demand reason. Like it's like there's a you know we have X amount of units, and we believe the demand's here, but like clearly it's way above because they're selling out everywhere. Uh, and like we need to readjust this, but there's no good way to like adjust the value of this on the fly, other than people buying it and then reselling it. 
You're getting so, into some consumer rights issues, and <laughs> uh, and just there's going to be such bad PR for any company that does that. I think you know, it's a it's great like, move. It's like they're they're a bunch of greedy greedy assholes who just want more more money. So so they do. For, but you know what they you know, can use that money for? Making more consoles faster. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, uh, but that's not where it goes, dude. It goes, it goes right into, into my yacht. Book. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Just my second yacht. All right, exactly. So with that being said, you know. Uh, Con- new consoles on the horizon if you're still looking for one keep fingers crossed um in my own life i have someone who you know got one in a couple days <laughs> you know so yeah. so there's my thing so there. You, for, yeah. uh, just patience if you've already waited this long i would, what's a few more months when they drop out the next big thing you know for sure. uh, th- there's for still sure. only like a few killer games i would say halo's out there now ratchet and clank uh i think there's is there another good sony uh, hood certified hood classic out there. <laughs> uh, Horizon Horizon Forbidden West comes out next month, which is going to be fun. Yeah, huge. So, so yeah, uh, you got your Horizon. Uh, uh, you Elden, got your Elden Ring comes out uh, next month as well. It's cross platform, but uh, that game's going to be a fucking banger too. So you know, yeah. And like Nintendo's steady been putting out just banger after banger. So true, uh, true. Uh, you can still I get think they, their Pokemon <laughs> Icarus drops in a couple months as well, a month yeah, or two. Yeah. Yeah, twenty twenty two is gonna it's it's gonna shape up, dude. It's 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 definitely gonna shape up. Uh, you know, new God of War obviously coming. Uh, yeah, it's like everything's like a couple of months away, and then like a month after that or two yeah. is when they drop more of the consoles. Yeah. So well keep it. Yeah, mind, if you're already at this far, like eh. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're good. Keep you're not mind, missing out. You're not missing out. In gaming, there's always a lull. Summer is the fucking dog days of, of game of game releases after june nothing comes out <laughs> like, yeah. like you, you're waiting till august august september october so you have two three months where nothing's coming out so so you'll be all right <laughs> guys you'll be all yeah. right yeah you'll be fine uh, uh with that man I the think, grass is I think... always greener save your money keep it simple <laughs> for sure for sure with that man i think that does it for today uh you know chip anything to add today uh <laughs> head just you know live live and let live i don't know it's quoting james bond right now (laughs) (laughs) live and let die (laughs) for sure for sure and on that note i'm mr gimpy all right you guys have a great time uh like share subscribe we will see you next week on the combo wombo